When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Inside Track, brought to you exclusively by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine. I am your host and publisher, Greg Tutmeyer. I'm talking today with Clark Hansbarger from Berryville, Virginia, about his CD, Dream of a Good Death. Referred to as a folk opera of sorts, the CD of original songs follows the trials, hopes, fears, and sacrifices of Confederate soldiers as they struggle through the Union conquest of Port Royal, the fires in the wilderness, and the killing fields of Gettysburg and Cold Harbor, and the long sieges of Vicksburg and Petersburg. Welcome, Clark. Thank you there, Greg. So tell me... um, how did you come about the subject matter of the songs of this CD? Well, I, uh, I think it's a, probably a, a middle-aged crisis of sorts where uh, it seems to be that when you reach a certain age in, in uh, American culture, you start reading about the Civil War if you haven't done that already. So once I was in my 40s, I, uh, I've been a musician since I was 16 and, and a writer and an educator. And I read, I, I, I read about the Civil War quite a bit. And um, I was writing with the band I'm in, the Bitter Liberals, which we do all original music. And I think I just was looking for subject matter and ended up writing a, uh, a song um, called Fall of the Rice Kingdom, which is the first song on the on the CD uh, after after a trip to uh, Beaufort, South Carolina. And I. It, it was fun, and it was interesting. I brought that song to the band, the guys I, I record with, and we did it and actually put it on our first CD uh, uh, outside of the Civil War, just as, as one of the songs. And then through the next maybe six months, I I sat down regularly and worked on Civil War songs and uh, attempting to, in each one, tell a, a personal story about some event, that, uh, either a battle or a march or an aftermath. And uh, as I wrote, they, they started to come together, and I saw them more as a chronological uh, piece. And mm-hmm. I wrote uh, maybe 12, 15 of them, and ended up pulling uh, the 10 that I, that I ended up using on the CD. The, the stories, you've got such interesting titles, Tiger in the Valley, which is the second cut, and Feast at Manassas Junction, uh, Fire in the Wilderness, um, The Tailor from Kingsport. Where, where, did, where did your stories come from that you drew on to come up with the subject matter for these songs? Well, 
Yeah, that's a great question. The the uh, usually from a reading, and at first they were springing kind of organically as I'd, I'd I sit down every day to write uh, either fiction. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm also a fiction writer, uh, but I I sit down and, and work on songwriting every day. And for example, the the wilderness, the fire in the wilderness. I was just doing a reading about uh, the battle of the wilderness, with second chance of villain, and the, the terrible fires that. That ended up being a part of the part of the battle and ended up mm -hmm. casualties. And so suddenly, I'm writing a song about that, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, the words are coming. And so basically, then for each song, I finish the song and then work with the work with the title. Uh, tigers in the Valley are about the Louisiana Tigers up in the Battle of Front Royal and their movement up the valley. And it just mm -hmm. I okay. just resonated. You know, the Tigers in the Valley. It, it could be. It, 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 it hints at the meaning of the song. Like a Civil War buff would know, oh, yeah, it's the, the Louisiana Tigers. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you, you mentioned readings. Are, are, you, are you drawing on um, diaries or, or personal accounts or historical accounts? Where, where, how deep into the, the stories of these, these battles and events are you you're pushing into to find this stuff? Yeah, the answer is yes to, to all of the above. Okay. Uh, sometimes I'll read diaries. Generally, I'll come across a, uh, a a situation that, as I'm reading, I'll just start to see something. And mm -hmm. really, uh, my writing tends to be visual. So then, when I transfer it into the song lyrics, I'm I'm attempting images, uh, and uh, and I try to make them concrete. And it's, they're all in first person every song, so it's one person's view. And then okay. trying to immerse myself in that. So going back and reading a diary, for example, helps me with that. And mm -hmm. uh, it, it helps me get a feel. I don't want to ever plagiarize, so I'm a little afraid of that. I, I, you know, if I use it, it's more to get a feel of the language or the resonance. And I certainly do that. I try to get the feel of the, of the language of that time period. So mm -hmm. uh, that they, all of those help. And then I spent, I'd go back in the writing, and I wanted to make sure that my facts were correct. I didn't want mm -hmm. the Civil War, you know, it's funny, Civil War buffs are, you know, they're pretty tough. They, uh, they'll they let you know, I'll, I'll play a concert, and afterwards I'll have, I'll talk to people in the in the lobby and, and uh, the theater, and, and I'll always have a couple of Civil War guys who will come up and say, well, you know, on that morning, and they'll tell me it was really foggy <laughs> instead of sunny, and so okay. Okay. You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to make mistakes. You know, they're a rough crowd, rough crowd. Right. Okay. How has the response been from from the diehard Civil War bus? It's been great. It's interesting because the uh, um, I've played a couple of shows where I played a, a really fabulous show at a Civil War roundtable, which are meetings, mm -hmm. and it was their annual supper in in Harper's Ferry, and uh, and I went there with the other guitarist, and I we were doing a, an abbreviated evening of it, and it was so these guys were real Civil War, and a few historians, a few writers in the audience, yeah, and they. Uh, and the electricity went out. It was a beautiful old stone church in Harper's Ferry. Mm. The, uh, we played it to candlelight, and then I talked between each one. And the reception is great it, it, because it presents the battles musically, you know, as, mm -hmm. as, uh, as songs, but really close first person. So it attempts to give a feel of what if, what if you were there at, the, at Cold Harbor looking over the mm -hmm. mountains. And, and what just happened in this battle. Mm -hmm. so, and, 
and I have had a good reception. So I think it works on a musical level. You know, I, I end up hearing, wow, that was moving, or great, great violin, you know, used to, used to put a mandolin in there. That was fantastic. And then I hear from historians who say, yeah, that was, that was moving and, and correct. And as I said, if it's incorrect, they let me know. And that's sure. <laughs> and that it's our, our apologies before the song and say, I took a little poetic liberty with this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did, did you have to do anything to get yourself in the, in the right space? Yeah, it's one thing to 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 write a to write an article to you know to gather the facts together and and make sure that the that the story flows. I would think it would be another thing, especially with this subject matter, to kind of to get into the feeling of 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 what was taking place in order to to get the right emotion. What did what did you do to to get that out there? Well, well, first off, they're they're really modern Americana songs. They're not archival, so okay. um, people see it and and they. I have to explain it often if somebody doesn't hear it. They'll think I'm playing the Bonnie Boo Blue Flag and Dixie, and it's not. It's it's my Americana, uh, kind of a roots folk um, band members, and uh, and so they're modern. They're modern sounding songs with. The voice is actually uh, older. You, know, you feel I'm attempting to. What would it be like to be a 20-something young man walking up through the valley, headed to get, uh, Gettysburg? Mm -hmm. And um, and and so you've got a feel. You've got the guitars and the percussion. You know, we're using the conga mainly as a percussion, and the vocal okay. harmonies are are modern. You know, the modern folk rock. Uh, sound, although it's mainly acoustic instruments, we use electric on a couple, and so I'm really looking for the feel of the story, and so trying to match the chord structures with that that feel. For example, on Feast mm -hmm. of Manassas Junction is actually a kind of a joyful song. It's about Confederate soldiers who capture a Union supply train, and they're starving, and so they have this feast, and they're okay. eating canned lobster and drinking Rhine wine and, and, and uh, they're celebrating. That's not real mm -hmm. celebratory. They, they won it in the battle, so there's been some death. But the chords and the way it's structured are, are, are more lively and fun and they match how these men might have felt as okay. opposed to Dream of a Good Death is, is pretty solemn. Uh, it's just mm -hmm. a solemn sounding song. And uh, that's how I would get into the mood of it. So, okay. Yeah. And in, in, I, I'm not a uh, Civil War aficionado, so I I don't know all the, the battles and the battle lines and that kind of thing. But I, you're from Berryville, and and you know you're getting up into the upper. You you push it up close to the dividing line of of where things were. What what inspired you to choose the Confederate soldiers' perspective versus the Union? With you know, obviously the influence of, of Maryland, and we're not that far away from where you and I sit as we're conducting this interview. What what was what pushed you in one direction versus the other? Yeah, it's it's that's an I mean that's a great question. I have to you know sometimes it comes that question comes um, almost combatively. Why are these all Southern songs? The, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not I am not a uh, a, a Confederate 
support or anything like that. I, I, uh, I believe the war was necessary, absolutely necessary, and it did a great thing. It ended slavery and solved other political problems we were having. Uh, and it's much, much disputed. I mean, every day we're, you know, uh, 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 historians are debating it and figuring out what, what it actually meant. But I think it did yeah. things that were necessary. But when I, when I sat down to write, I tried to write songs. I tried to write songs from women's point of view, uh, from slaves' points of view. And what came back, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm from southern uh, West Virginia down there, Roanoke, uh, mm-hmm. uh, that and I and I lived in Virginia my entire adult life. That the Southern voices came to me easily. They just they mm-hmm. just always came, and I wanted to make them authentic. They're not political. I, I really stayed away from politics. They're really much more about what it would be like to be hundreds of miles from home, fighting mm-hmm. in a war that you just want to get home. You just want to finish mm-hmm. this and get home, and uh, and so. Their their stories were ironic, sad. Um, they had this great hope, which I think was a false hope, but it was a huge hope. Um, mm-hmm. And we know from looking backwards that every day they fought was just closer to their own demise. It's, it always is for whoever loses the war. But their voices came easier, and I think they're more interesting stories. They, they the South was. The South was peculiar, and uh, and it's rural. I, I come from a rural background, sure. and I okay. I could I could somehow empathize more with their situation, not their cause, their situation, uh, mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. a northern you know coming down uh, by the hundreds of thousands from northern cities and farmland to fight in the South, and it was fought in this area where I live. I mean, this is a hot right. of Berryville, uh, Loudoun County, Clark County, the whole northern area, all the yeah. way to yeah. and the Shenandoah Valley, of course, where you right. guys are. Uh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's... Right, there's a lot of battles that have been recorded in, in, from, in between where both of us are, and, and yet there was a lot of... There was a lot of uh, sympathizers um, for the northern cause beyond the southern lines, and so it just it it prompted me to kind of wonder that question, um, knowing that we're so close to you, you could you could be almost on either side uh, where we are, and 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 not have to move in one direction or the other to to find yourself aligned with with either side. Well, when I present the evening, which it, it started out with me including these songs as I was writing them in our in the bitter liberal concerts, my my, my the band I'm in, and we would include those in in shows. And now I do a full evening that's almost two hours long, and it's kind of like a TED talk where I pre- I talk for about ten minutes before each song, and I have eighty okay. slides. And I present a history of the war, but the history part, the talking parts, are really more northern, what the northern strategies were. And then the songs are southern. So it's a ah, okay. whole... Yeah, it's been... And I tell you, I'm, I'm having a, a lot of fun. Do, we, we play it as a, as a four-piece. Sometimes I invite the other musicians that were close by who are on this CD, and they join us. Mm-hmm. But we, uh, it's a great evening. It's very interesting. But it, by the end of the evening, you get both perspectives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and so, and I think that's what America is. It was an American war that included all of us, all sides. Sure. And yeah. we all still have to look back at it as our heritage. So. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I- any Any plans for a follow up 
No, no, it's funny. I, I people, and I, I, I'm almost done with the Civil War in terms of reading. Now I read, you know, I've moved on to other things that are interesting. Sure. It would, okay. You know, people have asked me, say, so are you going to do World War Two now?" Or <laughs> no, no, I did yeah. do. Recently, I did write a. Uh, a I'm, I'm working on a series, our next CD, our next album, and I wrote a uh, a song from a, a veteran of Afghanistan coming home. And that that came from a guy I know uh, down in West mm-hmm. Virginia who, uh, who who keeps cattle on our farm, a, a fine young man. And and, um, and I, so I can see the same themes of just being so far from home and so tired of this all and, you know, feeling, um, feeling you know a duty and, and a call, but at the same time just uh, fear and ready to go home. So mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that'll come up as as uh, as, uh, as songs. My the songs I write, I tend to write stories, uh, so they they tell it's tend to tell a story. Uh, and this happened to be subject matter that that excited me for. Uh, like I said, it took about six months. Six months to to write, and then we recorded it uh, pretty pretty quickly. We tend to do live mm-hmm. recording, and then um, I also have a, a and then I built an educational website so you can go and explore each the history behind each song, which took me another you know four or five months. So it was, it was okay. a fun project. Now it's fun to play as a musician. It's great. To, it's a great evening to, to to play to play the songs again. So. And that website is uh, civilwarsong.com, is that correct? Right, right. With no S, civilwarsong.com. Yeah, I tried yeah. to get the songs, and it was it was very expensive to buy the, the domain with the songs. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. Okay. So you can uh, you can certainly check that out at, at civilwarsong.com. And you mentioned. Um, your your band and I think um, if I read correctly you're also part of a, a second band so give me a little bit about what else is it that you do yeah this is I, I'm really fortunate to live in a it's a hotbed of music northern Virginia and I live right a, along the Shenandoah River uh, right over on the in the valley mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I play. I, I spent years playing in in Loudoun County and Fairfax County in D.C. playing uh, rock bands and acoustic, and I always did original bands. And then I moved into the Valley and met a whole another group of, uh, of, of of musicians who play Americana and folk music and and rock and blues. But there are some great. I mean, Front Royal, for example, has incredible blues musicians. I don't know why they have them there, but they are—they are, they are mm. Winchester, Virginia, uh, Leesburg, Virginia. Has in, and and uh, and then we—I live near Watermelon Park. The guys mm. who run Watermelon Park, uh, right? Roger Watkins and uh, and Furnace Mountain Woodshedders. You've got these local bands that are—I mean, they're—they're they're national. They—these are incredible musicians all mm-hmm. around. And so we bump mm-hmm. into each other, and and uh, I've played with all sorts of different people for thirty thirty some years in the area. So right now I'm playing with. I, I, three years ago, I was fortunate enough to start a band with uh, three other guys: Mike Jewell from Loudoun County, Alan Kitzelman from Berryville, and Gary McGraw from Berryville. 
So we're on both sides of the mountain, so to speak. But mm-hmm. we, all of these guys are pros who have been playing for years in all sorts of different different bands, with and they bring different different things to the table. So we uh, there are four great sing. We all sing. Two of us write. Alan Kitzelman uh, was, uh, and he was a national act. He wrote. Uh, he was a founding member of Genghis Angus, and mm-hmm. recorded out at Echo. Echo Park Studios with uh, Mike Washington from John Mellencamp's producer. So these these guys are pros. He's been on Mountain Stage and uh, violin player Gary McGraw uh, was a concert uh, violinist and play has played for years with a, a great band called Where's Aubrey. So he's got his projects. Alan plays. Mike Jewell, our percussionist and singer, plays with other groups in uh, in Loudoun County. And I'm still playing occasional. Occasional nights with the Bastards of Twang, which is a rockabilly blues band. So keeping mm-hmm. our hands in lots of different types of music. Then we come together with the Bitter Liberals, which is we only do sit-down concerts and theaters and okay. listening rooms. Yeah, we we'd all played bars and loud festivals and things, and we just do. And so we're really singer-songwriter um, mm-hmm. kind of music now, and we have a lot of fun. And we're fortunate to. Uh, to to have great venues up and down the valley and all I mean for 200 miles there's dozens of great venues where we can play sure. and draw a crowd and we're having lots of fun with that yeah uh, awesome it's been exciting it's a, it's a great thing to do it at, at at our age so to speak <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm over 50 so we all are and it's uh it's a it's a lot of fun. It's the it's the band that we all wanted to be in. Was this is yeah, that's awesome. It does what we want to do, uh, and it's uh, I don't even know how people say. Well, what do you like? And I I don't know how to describe it. We're we just uh, we we work on our writing. The songs are eclectic, but they do sound they all sound like us. But we lots of harmony. Um, yeah. Some some great musicianship. I play over my head. These guys are tremendous musicians. So. It's fun. Lots of fun. Yeah, that's great. So how how can folks find you? We we uh, we talked about the Civil War site, civilwarsong.com. What what other ways can, can people find you if they want to listen to your music or they want to reach out and, and um, uh, book your band or book yourself? When you go to the Civil War site, and, and what I would do is if they just Google Dream of a Good Death, which is the mm-hmm. title song and the name of the album, which is easiest to remember, Dream of a Good Death. Mm-hmm. Or Clark Hansbarg, or just Google it. It's going to come up right away. Okay. Uh, I'm waiting for my Google ratings to rise on Civil War music and Civil War songs, and uh, they eventually will, I guess. I'm learning about that. But on the, on the website, there's, a, there's contacts and booking. Um, but I can, they can also go to Clark Hansbarger, just one long word, at gmail.com. But on the website, okay. it'll have where we're playing, um, uh, reviews. I get, I, I get more, more reviews from historians. It's interesting. So that's from historians <laughs> write me. And, and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, a, it's because it's, an interest, it's a project that incorporates two worlds, music and Sure. Yeah, history. yeah. Well, very interesting, Clark. I, I appreciate you um, sharing that with me and um, love the stories, and, and I would certainly invite our listeners to go to civilwarsong.com or Clark, H-A-N-S-B-A-R-G-E-R, 
uh, on Google and check that out and make sure that you uh, get on iTunes, right? Are you on iTunes? Uh, on iTunes, on Amazon. Yeah, so we good. Can, yeah, yeah. All right. And SoundCloud, great. SoundCloud too. Okay, great. Well, thank great. you, Clark. Thanks, I appreciate Jay. it. Love the magazine. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Inside Track. We sure do appreciate you sticking around. Join us again real soon when we get together with another great artist and talking about their music. Have a great day. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.